Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Did you know Rocky uh, and Tum Tum uh, are uh, politicians now and they work with lobbyists? Yeah. You know why they did it? Why? For all the kickbacks. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. Oh shit, it's the Nostalgic Front, a podcast with Lobedo, Lobedo. Everybody knows it's Lobedo. Biggest owner in America. Everybody knows it's Lobedo. <laughs> oh, that's good. Is there other lyrics yeah. to that? Buy direct know. from the dispensary so he you can just... make big money. That's good. What's the yeah. whole lyrics to that? Let's see if I can Google it. And with Taco Bell drive through prices so low, there's only one place you can go. Lobedo. Lobedo. Lobedo, everybody knows it's Lobedo. Do you know that's how you know how they gave they came up with that line? Was did, 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 when the Taco Bell prices were trying to escape uh-huh. Coruscant, they went up to the guy and they're like, "What's your last name?" And they're like, "We don't have one." And he goes, "Taco Bell prices so low." <laughs> Yo, did you get your free taco last week? What are you asking me? If free taco world happy, series happy birthday anthony Lobedo, uh from us here at the nostalgic front and uh your good buddy our good buddy friend to all edward souter happy birthday Lobedo. no i did not get a free taco i heard about that but i didn't get into it yeah i wasn't even expecting that i went to go get some tacos for lunch yeah on wednesday Ooh, baby what you got there got me a key lime Lacroix. ah my favorite Lacroix. uh-huh yeah uh huh. I got some ahas. Take you guys on get me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yep. I said, yeah. take on me. <laughs> you guys get aha out there? Aha? Uh-huh. You mean hee haw? I got hee haw. <laughs> no. Uh, what do you prefer, hee haw or hillbilly holler? Uh, as a kid, we got hee haw more, but uh-huh. hillbilly holler is a funner name. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, uh hillbilly holler's fairway. Oh. Fairway and Safeway, man. They ever go to war, you think? Oh, what? Yeah, way, way. way they way, go way. way, way to war. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when, hey, when... we forgot. Hold on, dude. Real Sorry. quick. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Free taco. <laughs> I feel like I'm popping. I don't know why. my I'm peaking real high on my level. Oh, yeah. You okay. got that sweet popping pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I got, that, I got that wet ass pussy. Speaking of pussy. Okay. Uh, okay. I was driving around today. Okay. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, something goes running into the middle of the road, and I'm like, "Holy shit! That's the biggest, biggest fucking squirrel I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. It is actually just an orange cat. But oh. uh, wait a minute, did it have any lasagna with it? <laughs> right. Was yeah. it voiced by a Nazi? Did it sound like Star Lord? Okay. Uh, I like it. That's how the internet is now. Yeah. I don't like that guy, though, so I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? Like, if I liked him, I'd probably be annoyed, but I don't like him, so it's fine. I'm a bigger fan of his father-in-law. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. He? And the donkey? Lulu? <laughs> uh, and whiskey? Yeah. The horse? Yeah. God, they need a live feed. 
they had a lot of videos during the pandemic. I remember that. I remember they were mm-hmm. going viral all the time. Oh yeah, him smoking they, cigars they and carrots and smoke mm-hmm. cigars and yeah, talk about the Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, let's see, how me, are you doing? I've been up to stuff. Tell me, you? man. You I anything good? You, I can you tell you anything good this week. Jesus, what's settle, the best thing you ate? Settle down a little bit. Let's. No way, man. I got that fucking. Uh, uh, daylight savings energy going right now. I got that as opposed to last Fucking, week. I got I was that. Like, yeah. Two my two f- favorite teams lost back to back last weekend. Uh, this weekend both my teams won, so I'm feeling happy and good. Uh, it the daylight savings is fucking with me a little bit. I still am not sure if we lost or gained. Um, I just know it's dark out. You, you fall back. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I was like, man, it's probably too late to have my podcast coffee. Sure. I got this little guy here and I was like, oh, no, daylight savings. Daylight come and me want to go home. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no shit. Because, uh, you know, it's that daylight come. I like that that uh, cup you got there. Oh, yeah. Old the beverages. Little glass cup with a little blue rim. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? Tell me about your week. Oh, you know, just keeping busy. Uh, sure, got man. the foundation and shit done. Uh, did a nice little road trip down to Omaha. The you, back yes, line. you did the back line. How was the shows? Oh, it was great. Great time. Great time. I always enjoy doing the back line. Uh, hit the road with, uh, one of my favorite, uh, the like new class, you know, saved mm-hmm. by the bell, Des Moines comedy, the new class. Mel Mackey oh, cool. uh, and and Dan Upton. So Mel uh, is Mel a male or a female or a non-binary or what do we got? I don't know Mel. Uh they are they. Well, you know you, you gotta be you gotta tiptoe around you really put some minds. I didn't mean to. I just meant me. I don't know well, Mel, so I was gonna add them to Facebook. Yeah, well, I just don't know everybody's pronouns these days. Got I'm it. Pretty no, sure hey, she, I understand. I understand. You know, but these kids today. Possibly, you know? possibly she, but we don't want to assume gender. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Because um, all I was thinking was Mel Tucker, the singer from back in Tanya's dad. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you said Mel, I pictured you, Dan, and then Mel Tucker in a car. Old right. ass uh, country singer with a guitar. It was good. Beautiful sunset, man. And it was out West Iowa. You know, you yeah. get all you get all those. Uh, Windmills. It's very, it's very Grant Woodsian out miss, there. You miss know my, what I mean? Miss my home, make a tear up. Yeah, I one of driving. the rest stops had a Henry Wallace bust. Yeah, and I almost had to bust. I love socialism so much. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's fun. I like the backline a lot. I've only done mm-hmm. a hand like one or two shows there. Um, yeah. I think I've talked about this on the show when I, Young Dinosaurs tour. We did a show there, and we oh. Well, I, you know what they say about young dinosaurs. Yeah, they're dumb and full of fucking kids. Yeah. Uh, we made a mistake of uh, we got there too early and uh-huh. we peeked into like the seven o'clock show and it was fucking packed to the walls. And then your show was fucking dick dirt. Yeah, it was like my mom and my brother and you, my sister brought her new in-laws and it was it was like no one. What do you think about this Clifford, huh? The big red dog I saw some commercials for Clifford today. Yeah, yeah. boy, that, he's cute. They got yeah. a they got a cute Clifford. I don't know the joke about it. Maybe not a joke, but like Ashton, you know, Ashton Womack, great comedian. Uh, uh-huh. He's he's in it, but he's in it like as like a side. Like, you know, he's like a one line or whatever. But it's been very funny. Him being like star of the new Clifford movie, Ashton Womack. And so that's fun. 
yeah. Uh, I hope I like Martin the, Short's in it. Me too. I love that guy. I rewatched Clifford maybe a month ago, and I was going to suggest it as a fun oh, size because right. it's so, or not a fun size, but a podcast episode because it's so good. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it holds it. up so well. well it's, um, got, it's got that going for it. Oh, my, that was fun. You see Zach Peterson down there? Yeah, man. He love gave it. me some fucking money to tell some jokes. Love it. Love Zach so much. Uh, yeah. And then me and Dan listened. Uh, I forced him to listen to some pirate metal on the drive home. That was nice. Fun. Nice. Ale storm. Yeah. I got a fun. I, li- well, it's a natural transition. You know, I've been listening to a lot of shanty music. So sure, you uh, love it. And I like a lot of metal. So now they've kind of just crossed over and I'm listening to a little bit of uh, shanty metal. I did. Uh, um, Ale storm is what they're called. They're pre- they're the preeminent uh, power metal pirate theme band in the world. Uh, they have a song called Drink. Mm-hmm. Fun little refrain where it's like, we are here to drink your beer and steal your rum at the point of a gun. Your alcohol to us shall fall because we are here to drink your beer. Drink, drink. And they have another song called Fucked by an Anchor. It's good. It's fun. Whoa. I did, okay, buried the lead on that one. Yeah. Uh, I I did um friend of the show Brian uh, uh, McGinnis has a, a great YouTube show. Oh yeah, I saw called, your hat. Yep, yep, called Old Ass Cards, and uh-huh. uh, it's not going to be out. Stick. It's great. It's uh, it's you can go watch episodes on his YouTube right now. Uh, and it's oh, Old Ass Cards like Honus Wagner and yep. uh, Ozzy Smith. Yeah, the uh, two of basically Lou the two Brock. of us. The two of us traveled the country every episode. I, I flew to Tallahassee mm-hmm. and we went around from card store to card store trying to find Honus Wagner cards. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's a good idea. It's a really fun show. He Brian has a thing where he just buys card packs of cards like movie cards, cartoon oh, cards, yeah, baseball cards everywhere he goes. And so he's got he's got like tons of these cards. And then what he does is it's like him, you and him on Zoom and uh you you kind of discuss the card pack scene. You're like, which one do you want to go through? And so today we went through. I don't want to spoil it, but because it'll be the episode was live streamed, right. but then it'll be out in two weeks. But um, one of the card packs we went through was like an '80s glam metal card pack. Oh, yeah. And it was like, okay, so have you ever heard of the band Kicks? Yep. They were in there. I, don't I literally. Close your <laughs> I didn't know you would even know the songs. He, I told don't him. Close your eyes. I and then a band called Shy. Uh, Do you know a band called Shy? Uh, only the uh, uh, New Jack uh, R and B band. No, this called Shy. Now that I was your only desire, never, never, never let it go to the fire. That something like that. That was not them. If I ever fall in love again. Oh, I know that song. I will make sure that the lady is afraid. And if I ever fall in love again. That was a lot. That, that's shy. That's shy. Uh, what about 24 seven spies? You ever heard of them? They were, <laughs> no. one of them. they're basically living color. It's like a, it's like uh-huh. a, a black funk metal band from oh, the yeah. Bronx and they fucking ripped. But then what about the band trouble? Oh yeah. 
the trouble was on one of the cards and they are we Brian I don't, and I I, didn't that's know. one band i just don't go looking for though <laughs> yeah i smell i smell t-r-o-u-b-l-e but uh i was while he while we were going through these bands him and i had never heard yeah. of any of these bands so i was wikipedia and trouble is the like per, it's like their wikipedia is that they're american doom metal and that they're part of the big four along with Candlemas, pentagram and saint vitus and I was like, "Oh huh. wow, they're like a well, huge you just band." Insert yourself into that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, one of, you know what's fun about trouble when you spent spelt that word out right there. Yeah. Is I like how Travis Tritt yeah. is just like horrible. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got a real... lot of bad. His, like he has a lot of bad opinions, and mm-hmm. then he proceeds to tweet said bad opinions, and no matter what, in the replies to his bad opinions yeah you will always see at least one hey travis here's a quarter <laughs> yeah exactly i love that uh, jason isbell uh, always goes at him really hard which i think is really funny yeah uh but yeah travis Trudy's really taking an aaron Rodgers turn <laughs> oh buddy boy i can't tell you i don't know what you were doing on friday i know you're drinking your coffee with your uh i was fucking off at work uh my foreman walked off the job site <laughs> oh that's fun uh yeah. we uh i was watching mcafee's show live like mm-hmm. i do on fridays and when he said he I, hold I, on hold on one second before we finish stand I have up? To are get, we standing uh, up oh, no okay. i just gotta get uh mcaffeinated oh there you go yeah that's fun so uh i like how you interrupted me so you could take a drink and make a joke yeah uh, you the, get it i get it that's all we do that's why we got rid of guests yeah so we so only we have, have more one time person to, to drink interrupt. and interrupt uh but uh, I was watching it, and when he said, like, when I saw that Aaron Rodgers come in, for, I mean, obviously, I've been vocal about it on this show. Mm-hmm. I liked Aaron. I, I I knew that he was a dumb guy, but he was like a smart, dumb guy. Yeah. And I kind of thought I knew what he was going to be about. So when I saw him come on, I never hit the first things out of his mouth were like, this is all just woke uh, culture, cancel culture bullshit. And I was like, yeah. whoa. And then I was losing it because... I was watching it live and it hadn't hit the rest of the internet yet. And so I sent the link to Gideon so that he could at least watch it and like talk with me. And then there's a part where he's like, I, my friend uh, who's now a good friend of mine, Joe Rogan reached out with a bunch <laughs> of tips and I was just like, ah, what is happening? Um, yeah. How do you come back from that? Uh, you win football games. I, but I mean, like, I don't think he's he, he the Okay. Oh, he won't be like Jeopardy boy. No, I don't think he'll ever have that like ah shucks, everybody likes him attitude anymore. Because oh, even though no. people hated him, like you know, some people didn't like him, but like he had this universe. Like I bet his like if you were to score him, most people probably thought he was like a nice guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now it is like, oh no, he's dumb as rocks. And then he also busted out the. I hate both sides, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. the left's gonna try and crucify me. The yeah. right's going to try and make a martyr out of me. And I just think they're both the politics are dumb. He said so many things that were like just so wrong. Like, yeah, he at one point he's like, don't you? He's like, isn't it interesting that I mean, uh, before the election, every li- everybody on the left was against the vaccine. Yeah. And it's like, well, that was never a thing that happened. We were no one was ever against the vaccine. And then he's like, and then after the election, Biden wins and all of a sudden everybody wants the vaccine. And it's like no, the vaccine wasn't around yet. The vaccine didn't come out till. February, March of 2021. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, and it was just so fun. Like, I not to be too morose with it, it reminded me of January 6th. 
because I was working oh. from home and something live was happening and I was watching yeah. so many people. Like when I saw Mina Kimes first right tweet, oh no, I was like, okay. Like, she uh. tweets so much about stuff. She should change her name to Mina Chimes. Mina, I love I she's always chiming in. I absolutely love her. She's got this she's really great. Oh, she's got this sad. Uh, oh, fuck. Who is it? What's his name on the Kansas City? The... She's a great podcast host, too. Yeah. Or guest. She's a great uh, guest. People have, she has a lot more fun. She seems to have more fun covering football than other people. Oh, and she like knows she's like, uh, what do you what's the word? Relevant. Like a, one of the same reasons I like McAfee. You can tell she like understands what's happening in the world. The, the media. Yeah. So it's not like a it's the not changing like landscape. Yeah. Oh, um, you know what I've been up to? Tell me. Speaking of media and the changing landscape, tell me, man, Garden old Phil Donahue shows on YouTube, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. You love Remember, that. Phil Donahue, fucking rocks. Yeah, he's got you- he's just got like disheveled hair. Not also the Phil Hartman uh, covers of Phil Donahue. <laughs> Is that what you think they're called? Yeah, when he did the impressions on SNL. Uh huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I went down a Phil Donahue hole, especially where he's like interviewing like early 1980s punkers yeah uh he's also he also uh is a bit of a champion as far as like humanizing uh lbgt Mm -hmm. uh people in like the 70s and 60s and shit yeah uh and uh there's an awesome awesome video of him just absolutely uh like destroying bill o'reilly oh yeah on there about the iraq war oh good and he's like bringing up shit that nobody was talking about back then. And he's on the nose about everything. Somebody uh, I somebody I like, I don't know who maybe maybe a Dave Anthony or somebody like that. Some really smart comedian who I like mm-hmm. has praised Donahue in the past. And I don't remember yeah. who it was, but so that's good to know because I was too so young. It's kind of funny. Yeah, because you you just think of him like he was the guy that started that whole thing. But the way we look at it or look back at it is everybody thinks more of like you're Ricky Lake sensational, yeah. which he Jenny did have Jones, some interesting shit like that. But uh, he's also uh, really good about giving a lot of people a uh, platform, a platform that, that needed it. So uh, yeah, well, let's hear it for Phil Donahue. Hell yeah, I've been watching. Is he still around? Is he still alive? Yeah, and he's got a good sense of humor. You know, good, good. You, you just figure old white dudes from media and shit would suck shit like Tom yeah. Snyder. You know, yeah. Oh, he's married to Marlo Thomas. That's wild. Yeah, she was, she was that. They got girl. like books about being in love and old. Oh, too. cool. That's good. Like how to make it. I'll tell you, speaking of marriage, old dudes who I think are good. I uh, so I've been watching. I spent this last week. Now that my office's move is over, I'm trying to like. It's really complicated because my brain was so pandemic and mm. then it slowly slipped from pandemic. Like once everything started opening up more and the vaccines were all coming out. That was at the same time where instead of going back into the world, I was slipping into having to organize a lot of stuff for this move, this office. Oh, yeah. And so now that that's kind of in the past or, you know, we're, we're getting to the final steps of that. I am trying to figure out where I feel like everybody moved forward like six months and I'm still in the same spot. And so what I've been doing to like make that work is I've been watching a lot of soothing television and I have found some probably similar itch that that Donahue scratches for you. I've been watching a lot of Matlock. Oh, yeah. I did. I'm not kidding. I did the full Uh, minute and 30 seconds, however long that theme song is. I did a dance in the living room 
uh-huh. it was one of those things where I was like, is it on Pluto? Yeah, it was on Pluto. And, and I was yeah. like, uh, fucking Pluto, man. You know, the Andy we, Griffith. We, network. Should, we just reformat this show and we spend each week breaking down a new channel on Pluto. We do. Oh, my God. I would rather do that than anything we're currently doing. Uh, Pluto, uh, the Pluto pod. <laughs> That's not good. We'll, we'll think about it. Um, but I, uh, I've been watching a lot of Matt. Locke. Planet it's really good. Pluto. Oh, that's fun too. Planet uh, Pluto podcast. Ooh, but Pluto's not a planet no more. Uh huh. Well, I'm sure there's a planet out there called Pluto. <gasps> the there's planet, enough of them. The Planet Pluto podcast. We're on this podcast. Planets. Wait, Pluto's still a planet. Lobedo, <laughs> lobedo. Isn't it messed up that all of a sudden? Pluto's not a planet, right? But fitness is. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching that. I also yesterday I watched the TMNT movie, the one from like 2008 or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. which is I didn't realize was the it's the fourth movie. It is. It's a continuation. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I really, really I learned that it. retroactively. I learned that well after the fact. I saw it I, in the theater, but I don't remember anything. I, I rewatched it yesterday and loved it. I have fallen asleep midway through about every episode of uh, the movies that made us. Oh, when yeah. They, they just put out some new ones of heavy hitter films. Got to watch it. I, I'm got, behind. Got I'm a behind. Robocop in there. Got a Aliens. Nice. Got a fucking all the main horror franchises coming to America. On Amazon. I fell got, asleep at halfway through all of them. On Amazon, they've got two Robocop movies. That I think might have been the '90s TV show edited together into yep. movies. Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. couple of those. And I and I want to I want to start those. Um, they're not but, good. Well, the other thing, let me think. Robocop. I want something else that I've been watching that I have really enjoyed. What did I talk about this last week? Did I watch Casablanca? Uh uh-uh. I it came. Have out you like seen a, it before? No, and it. Oh, so good. you hadn't played it begin? Uh, no, you, it was played for the first time, Sam. Yeah, but I was. It's good. I did not at oh, all expect it to be good. Really? You, one of the I, most lauded and greatest films of all time is good. What I, I might, mean is I might have to check out this Casablanca. What I mean you know, is that that's what we should do is just start watching all these fucking next week on the nostalgic front. The, Citizen Kane. The nostalgic front presents the Pluto podcast files this month. Our special month. We're watching Ooh, Pluto classes. Asylum. Um, The uh, uh I'm not I understand that it's like a a lauded film, but also so is like Citizen Kane. And I think Citizen Kane's the pacing is bad. It's so different because it's hard Mm -hmm. to watch because I think it'd be cool if it was just the WWE wrestler trying to like register to vote. (laughs) Kane, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, why can't I come in? I'm wearing a mask. Kazi loves Kane. (laughs) He has all those action figures. Really? Uh, Yeah. Give one up for Kazi. Yeah. You you, you don't know that? When mm-hmm. Kazi, who's bought a, a tons of our merch for a long time, whenever he'd take a photo with a, a shirt, like a nostalgic front shirt on, he'd hold his cane action figure up with it. Nice. Pretty good. Classic. Callback. Hey, everybody needs their crutch. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Casablanca is really good. It's pacing is really good. It's a good story. Right. And it doesn't it feels like it came out in. It feels more like a 90s movie in yeah. terms of like how it flows. Then it feels like a 90s movie that is set in 1942, as opposed to a movie made in 1942 and set in 1942. And it huh. and when the, the classic lines would drop, like when he'd say, uh, play it again, Sam, or uh, uh, here's looking right. at you, kid. Yeah. It was never like, oh, it's the line. It's like, oh, yeah, that's I've heard that before. Uh huh. 
So that was fun. I watched that too this week. Nice. Um, but that's I don't about- watch any movies that are that old. Well, I took a chance. I like yeah. I like old movies. ABBA, they got a new album out. I might listen to some of that tomorrow at work because yeah, I've been here. Newest ALBA album. ALBA album. Yeah. Jessica ALBA album. Newest ABBA album in 40 years. Uh, is it good? I don't know. I might take a chance on it, though. Take a chance. Um, yeah, I want to I want to check it out. I, I'm trying What's to think the name of that ABBA song. Take a community chest. <laughs> OK, I don't know about that. Um, oh, it's a monopoly joke. No, I got it, but I, I got mean, a joke. I, jo- I got a monopoly works. on all the jokes on this fucking podcast. Um, speaking of, let's talk a little bit about sports that happened. Did you see that shit? Oh God, I just burped. The, hey, remember the opening we did for the Sports Center show? Home, yeah. home. That one. Yeah, tonight. yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Tonight on Sports Center, Big Tom dicks. Brady dies in helicopter crash. <laughs> Da, na, 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 I don't remember any of the things we said, obviously, yeah. but it was fun to do. We reveal what Stuart Scott was really looking at. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, da, na, 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 dun, dun. Why do we only hire uh, African-Americans and then use them as props and not let them speak from their actual identity? Buddy, I know we talked about McAfee on the show. Do you ever listen to Dan LeBetard? <laughs> you can't say that. I it's think that's, I don't know how anymore. it's pronounced, but that's the name of the show. It's how it's spelled. His he's got a show. He, he like left no, ESPN. All I do is watch Rich his... Eisen's little clips. Oh, on yeah. The I love Rich. Oh, that's what I did was literally. He's a, he's a very huggable guy. I love Rich Eisen. And literally when because I knew exactly I wanted to hear Rich Eisen's views on what Aaron Rodgers was saying. So on Friday, I went in the living room and downloaded the damn Peacock app so I could watch his show live. And I got to watch his in real time, him be like, oh, God, Aaron, what? Come on. Uh, but Dan Lee Batard is really good. And he is really good about I love his politics. And then he's really mm. good at like mixing it in with sports. But it's also got that like fun, just a bunch of friends hanging out on a radio show element yeah. that I really kinda, like. Oh, kind of like Clay Travis. That's what I like. Oh, I don't know who Clay Travis is. Oh, as a joke. He's a shitty. Is he terrible. Uh, OK. Yeah. Um, not even going to put them in my Google feed. Uh, did you? Okay. So a couple other things I want to say, Brian, did you see about, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Arjun Allen. Allen. Oh, Garrett Allen. What? No, not Jared Allen. What's his name? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Him yeah. getting his ass handed to him by a different Josh Allen, a variant. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Uh, I was waiting for the, uh, alligator Josh Allen to show up. Exactly. That's, that's I, my favorite Josh Allen variant. I tweeted the Buffalo Bills are like, what happened? And then a mischievous warlock twirls their mustache and says, well, you said you wanted Josh Allen oh, to have a big day and win. But the best part of that game Tell that, me. Uh, makes me believe we're living in a simulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that final score. Oh, yeah. 69, baby. <laughs> um, the And then the last thing I want to hit on from sports today was uh, I thought it was really funny, the idea of uh, uh, Aaron. So in the Chiefs game today, Jordan Love got the start because of Aaron went mm-hmm. off to deep in. And so uh, they put his his girlfriend and his mom were like in the very last row of Arrowhead Stadium. And they kept talking about it. And on Twitter, it was like picking up steam of people being like, this is fucked up on the Kansas City's part. But then apparently it was revealed that like, well, actually, Green Bay has a bunch of tickets to every game. Those are the tickets the Packers gave to Jordan Love for his family. 
and then somebody commented, I wish I knew this person. I tried to find it, but somebody replied underneath that tweet. Well, Green Bay's not used to their quarterback having family members that he invites to the game. <laughs> and I thought that was real funny because he doesn't. What about Brett Favre's dad? Yeah, Brett. Is he still around? Who, Brett Favre's dad? Dad Favre, yeah. No, he died on Monday night, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Brett Favre, like, torched the Raiders. Yeah, right. Nevermore. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Any other fun stuff? You got the Hawkeyes got a win. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Northwestern. Nebraska mm-hmm. lost. That was exciting. Iowa mm-hmm. State got a win, which was fun. Um, are Hawkeyes uh, bowl eligible now? Atlanta Braves. Oh, you already yeah, were. They already were. You already were. Six and Atlanta two. Braves. World Series. Won champs. the World Series and tacos. I think we talked about. I think we were supposed to talk about that last week, but we kind of just trudged through last week. Uh, I mean, hey, well, not- hey, man, we're a singing podcast. We're a trudging <laughs> podcast. I don't know why, but we started that Jaws podcast with you mentioned in summers here or something like that. <laughs> uh but yeah uh God i thought damn. that podcast had a lot of teeth it was a fun one i listened back to it we, we, yeah. we were doing good. they don't have fucking bones how weird is that is that what the whole bones no bones thing is well it's a mechanical shark oh wait okay <laughs> uh fine hey did you listen to the podcast did i make my uh scores joke I'm sure you did. I've been I, making that joke for so long. I've been making it for scores. Scores. What is it? Jaws one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I enjoyed it. Thought it was fun. Uh, it was a good episode to listen to. Uh, yeah. You're seeing Jaws 3D where he has all those dicks. <laughs> I have not. I have seen Jaws 3D, but I didn't watch it in 3D. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man. This is, a, this is a fun podcast we got here, Patrick. Trending. The trend. These are the trend. Trend. Trending topics. Oh yeah. Okay. Trending topics, man. What do we there got? It is. Um, oh. for, well, first off, Whoa. let me let me ask you. Did you watch Eternals? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't go see it? Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to. I want to, you know. I really thought you would have. I. It's saw one it. of those that the wife hasn't ruled out that she doesn't or does want to go to it. Yeah. So like, I might have to like wait. You know. Sure. Uh, I'm pretty um, stoked for it. Something that's different. You know. Yeah. Like I like our the Marvel, but uh, you know, some cool universe building uh, looks good, and uh, just we can get a little uh, formulaic. Yeah. You know, uh, I now there's a lot of bad takes or a lot of takes on it. It's it's getting negative reviews from people I like. You know yeah. what I mean? Not just from like chuds, but uh, my oh cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yep. Which I also started watching two nights ago and then fell asleep. Uh, Dude, it's a Home Alone prequel. Is that true? Yeah. I did not know that. Well, it has the, well, it has Howard St- or Robert Patrick Stern. Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. Okay. Oh man. So hold on, just to be sure, you think every movie with Daniel Stern in it prior to Home Alone is a it's Home Alone prequel? It's also got the Home Alone dad in it. Oh, is that true? Yeah, Kevin okay. MacArthur, who, the actor. I'm pretty sure he left. You us. think? You think the Kevin MacArthur is his name? Yes. He's dead. Yeah. Because he's the guy. That I, he's the guy that died. Who I thought was the Boy Meets World dad. Um, I, somebody wrote into the show to tell me about that. Um, here, you want my, my review for the Eternals? 
<laughs> yep. I gave it three Kazis. Hmm. Um, and then let me uh, come on. Where's my review? I'm trying to pull it up here on the internet. Um, oh, I got to sign in to see it. Eat oh, shit. Great, great radio we have going here. Great tease. Basically, give a fuck. It's a free podcast. Basically, you know? my review for Eternals was uh, that I saw it, and behind me was a row of small children with their dad. And there is a part in the Eternals where two of the characters fuck. They have sex. They Hell fuck yeah. on a beach. And, the, and it's like all from the top. It's like he's laying on top of her on the beach and they're making out. Oh, it and sounds they, like from here to Eternals tea. They're naked, but you don't see anything. But then all the kids behind it, as soon as they get naked, they start giggling and they're like, gross, ew. Hell yeah. And then there is a and then part. he starts fingering. No, but there is a part <laughs> oh. where you see him thrust his body yeah. and you watch her go like, Ugh. And then the dad behind me goes, Jesus Christ. And nice. that was great. I give it three Kazis just for that. Oh, it, I'll be honest. It was um, a lot better than I expected. I think it did do the thing that we were talking about where it's a di- it's different than any of the other Marvel movies. It's, yeah, because it's not for everyone. I also think it uh, There's a lot of people out there that like it. So I also think it um, for being a very big convoluted story. I followed it better than like even some of the movies I like, like better than like uh, the first who, Thor. Who who fucks? Uh, Sarah, one of the Stark dudes. It's uh, yes, it's uh, nice. Rob Stark fucks a woman named Cersei. Actually, yeah, oh. uh, it's I it's uh, Icarus fucks Cersei. Uh, but it's pretty good. And honestly, the the thing that blew my doors off the most, Kumail, really good at it. <laughs> like oh, good to hear. His character uh, I would have been great. disappointed to find out that he kumailed it in. Yeah, it's Stuber level, level good. <laughs> no, he's very yeah. good in it. He's funny. His whole like his whole character's like, oh, thing the, is really good. The uh, popular stand of a comedian casted in the Marvel movie is funny. That's good to know. Yeah, it, it, there's some stuff where you're kind of like, OK, so this is a billion years ago, that, like when they come to Earth but they all talk like today and they use English like today and they make like jokes like today. Like, come on, man, I'm sitting here, you know, yeah. like that's a little corny, uh-huh. but it's still worth, I, 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 like I said, three, three causes, three stars. Yeah. Um, is, so Chandler Bing is an eternal. It does have a Chandler. Somebody, Jenny Nichols, who I really like, she did not like the uh-huh. movie. I, oh, she doesn't like me. No. Yeah. I threw her into a fountain once. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, she uh, I, lo- I really like her stuff on YouTube and everything. And she did not like the movie. And she also said that she she thought it parts were good, but she didn't like it, whatever, mm-hmm. as a whole. But she made a comment about how the jokes are very Whedon-esque, like in the Justice League, where it felt like they were all yeah. added later on, except for they weren't. So that's just like kind of a messy script thing. Um, but I still enjoyed it. And it oh, does thought, look fucking crazy and weird. I thought Whedon fun. jokes were the ones that uh, like you do for me. Whedon jokes are. <laughs> The ones where I smoke weed and put it in my joke book. Yeah, my jokes are weed and jokes are like uh, uh, Crusher's sitting on the deck and the Picard yells, fire at will. And he's like, hey, buddy, I'm right here. Wait, Riker's will. Never mind. It's all right. Anyways, you watch the uh, Morbius Mobius trailer. What's that movie yeah. called? Mobius. Is it Mobius? Mor- Morbius? Morbius. Morbius, the living vampire. Yeah. Trailer looked great. Yeah, man. Um, I'm interested in it because I liked the second Venom movie. Mm-hmm. I like the first Venom movie. Fine. I like the second movie. Venom. Fine. I like how the second movie ends. If you, I don't want to spoil anything. 
But this was supposed to come out before all of that. So I'm wondering how it's going to play into it. Yeah. And there's one scene at the end. Of I the just trailer. think as a character, he sucks. Who? That vampire dude. <laughs> he sucks. OK, <laughs> um, he there's that part where they're like that guy's like, who are you? And he goes, Venom. I'm just kidding with you. I'm Dr. Morbius. And all the like the people I like, like uh, Ryan Airy at Screen Crush or whatever, was like, what does that mean? And I was like, I think he's just making a joke. It'd be like if uh, yeah. in, it'd be like if uh, uh, somebody in Marvel's just they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the Hulk. I'm just fucking around. I'm dog. I'm uh, a man, man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it, it seems like it's just an in-universe joke, but I, I really enjoyed that uh, trailer. Well, all, more jokes, than all jokes are in a universe. True. I also hate Jared Leto. So if I can like him for <laughs> starring in a movie. That would be a big step for me because he, yeah. he was good in what's that one? Um, the one they got an Oscar for? Well, he, no, because he's playing. Well, a maybe he can just start they... winning you over uh, Leto by Leto. Yeah. Leto. Jared Leto. Everybody knows it's Jared Leto. Dude, we can call the podcast 30 Seconds to Pluto. Whoa, that's pretty good. And then and how just, does the 30 seconds? Talk of- Oh, we, we just do a 30 second podcast or we go like, top to bottom. Oh, my 30 God. Seconds on Antique Roadshow. It was great. I agree. Anyways, <laughs> at Reamcore, And you're like, yeah, Patrick. And then boom. That's fun. He uh, he was good in the in the Blade Runner sequel, I thought. But he's a side character that's not in it very long. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a big step for me if I liked them the whole time. Um, other trailers that came out, brother, uh, the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I didn't care about the trailer. I just want the damn show to come out. Yeah. Uh, the trailer looks awesome because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, unjudging Star Wars Homer. Yeah. It, lo- it looks awesome. I can't wait to watch it. I can't and wait to. And, and then I need something to get me back into just being a Star Wars uh, nerd. And it'll happen right at the end of football season. So yeah. I'm I excited. Already, I can already see how 2022 is going to start out. I'm going to catch up on High Republic shit and uh, get geeked out for every new episode of uh book of boba fett i'll tell you this uh i am finally getting through reading the first high republic book Mm -hmm. i like it you read it did you listen to it or did you read it i listened my friend it is hard to listen to because the way the chapters are broke up and it jumps from different a lot going on yeah it's 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 a good introductory book in that sense uh when i went back and re-listened to it and you got a better idea for everybody so it's a good foundational yeah and uh stuff but yeah it can get a little uh there's a lot of backtracking and being like hold on where are we right now okay we're in the city now okay yeah um and then but i am i like that i'm getting through that and then i also downloaded the i talked a while ago about the the uh, from a certain point of view the a new hope book that's mm. all these side stories happening during the events of yeah. a new hope there's another one that's called uh, for the Empire Strikes Back is out now. And so I downloaded that. So I'm going to start listening to that here soon. So nice. and those are some awesome stories. I don't think it's canon necessarily, but those are right. great stories. I'd much, I'd much rather watch at this point, though, uh, Star Wars, the Empire Strikes. And they're just like, we're tired yeah, of these horrible fucking conditions. Yeah. You know, fuck you, Palpatine. Yeah. You don't even give us guns that can shoot straight. Yeah. You know, I worked two weekends in a row. You know, nobody can cover my shift. Yeah. We don't get health care. You know, that's why Bill Burr shot that guy. Exactly. You know, I like um, it's so it's it's funny that every I, day I hate right. Rise of Skywalker more 
because of yeah. certain things that happen. Like, like I'll listen to a side story and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so good. Mm-hmm. Do you think Bill Burr is that's his name because he's just a little rough around the edges? Okay, I don't know <laughs> what we're doing now. Oh, a burr is like no, I uh, know, but it's like this is we're just open mic and it. That's cool. <laughs> I'm fine with it, man. I, I need uh-huh. a heads up what we're doing. I'll bring my notebook out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, dude, uh, I can't wait for Boba Fett. Uh, Alon Musk. Those is guys had Al- shields. Those look cool. I, I do think those look cool, and I love the. Uh, I don't know if it was what's his name, the other bounty hunter, the yeah guy, guy that looks like a dinosaur kind of. Right, Bosk. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, and I I'm excited to see how it ties in to in Rebels. Right. When um. And Boba, or is it Rebels or is it in Clone Wars when Boba Fett's like actually like a young absolutely yeah I want to see how it's when he used to it. work with Bosk originally exactly. also I just want to see if they finally put Bosk on a Segway oh you know just driving around I don't get it but I like <laughs> just, the idea of it um uh-huh well you know it's from the uh MC Chris uh you got to give all these bounty hunters a vehicle that was a Fett's vet Bosk Segway on screen crush uh, mm-hmm. which I love. It's a great YouTube channel. They on there like all the Easter eggs in the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett trailer. That was he's doing these trivia questions at the beginning of the episode, and then in this one is what kind of car does uh, Boba Fett drive in MC Chris's song? And uh, I thought that was pretty funny that it's the DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is short for elongated muskmelon. <laughs> I tweeted that yesterday. Yeah. It's got 20 likes. One of those likes, George, Musk. George Carlin's daughter. Oh, Kelly Carlin gave me a like on nice. that. Nice. Uh, pretty good. Okay. What else here we got? Um, oh, Hawkeye comes out November 24th. Are you pumped at all for this? No, I'm man. I'm pumped about, I'm going to watch everything. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I am specifically just pumped about Spider-Man and Thor. Yeah. And Doctor Strange, like me too. Just give me those and the new Guardians movie. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, I, I, I just want the hits, baby. You know, Do we have um. That's where I'm at right now. Like, let's get back. You know, all those awesome people that were in Endgame. Let's let's get those guys back. That being said, I did really enjoy Shang Chi, but uh, and I haven't seen Eternals yet. But man, I just want to catch up with Thor. You know? Yeah. The thing, one thing I liked about Eternals is if it wasn't a, it felt like a fun sci-fi movie, regardless of the Marvel aspect of it. Like they reference the Marvel stuff, but the whole time, like you don't necessarily, it could have just been another sci-fi thing, you know? Yeah. That's the cool thing about the, this run of, uh, Marvel movies that we've had is they've been able to be separate to Mm -hmm. a degree from the MCU, you -hmm. know? Like they aren't as beholden as uh, all the interwoven shit that they have had prior to that. So yeah. it's good to get away from that. But that being said, yo, I'm ready to just get dropped back into that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, I want to see everything that goes on with the damn Spider-Man, all the, all the multiverse stuff. You know, I have a weird thing where I am. Um, this sounds shitty. I don't mean it to be as shitty as this. Uh, you know me. I don't like watching bad movies. I don't have fun watching a bad movie. But the way I reacted to Rise of Skywalker, that is now on the table more. You know what I mean? Like I could have walked, I could walk into the Spider-Man 
No Way Home and fucking hate it. And yeah. that I'd never considered that prior. I'd be like, at least I'll kind of like it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's interesting. That makes it more of a, a, a exciting, more of a risk, you know. Yeah. Um, here's some funny I thought of yesterday. You, you know, what we were talking in the first act all about uh, Aaron Rodgers going on and spotting his bullshit. Wouldn't it have been funny if he kept quoting the Divergent movies the whole time? <laughs> if he's like, you know, Cassie says uh, to Roger in in Insurgent, and like, wouldn't that, that would have been so funny if he just kept quoting? <laughs> or okay, I mean, um, I yeah. just have a hard time uh, with the opinion of anybody that doesn't eat cheese or drink beer. Sure, I don't eat cheese. and lives I in Wisconsin. Do, I do eat cheese. I don't like millionaires. Hey. I'd like to never hear a millionaire speak again. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, well, eat uh, to eat cheese their own. You know. Thank you. Somebody who had a, somebody had a good tweet today. Maybe no, they didn't. Ronnie Ronnie Fleming, friend of the show. Ronnie. Oh Fleming, yeah. He had a great tweet that was like, "If you hang around with dudes that wear cheese on their head this long, you're gonna develop some bad opinions." Yeah. Oh boy. It's uh, it was a culture thing. <laughs> that's fun. Um, I just love how like. I've never turned so fast on a person, uh, but like he doesn't, un- he didn't understand oh, anything. Yeah. He doesn't understand what COVID-19 is. He doesn't understand the viruses. He doesn't even understand what cancel culture is. Well, you know, like uh, the dumb jock narrative is been around for a while for a reason. Yeah. Like uh, you, you kind of get to live by a different rule your whole life. If well, you're how good. many, how many comedians do we know like this? Yeah. You know, who, where if you get told early, young, your opinions are right or you're smart, it doesn't matter how dumb you are as long as people keep telling you that. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you get these comedians like a Jerry Seinfeld who's like, you can't even go on college campuses anymore. And it's like, when was the last fucking time you tried to tell yeah. jokes on a college campus? Also, maybe nobody wants to book the guy that dated a 19 year old or a 17 year old. A predator. Yeah. It's it's just for th- college gigs. Uh, uh, also, kids don't give a fuck about these old kids. Don't want to watch. Yeah. I saw some people fucking, rallying. Dude, trust me, people are over old white dudes. I know. I can't. I'm so scared. Not that I'm scared, but I'm like going going back to stand up and telling my act. I'm just like, what? I don't give a fuck about these words. There's no way these people give a fuck about these words anymore. Uh, people was, like learning. They like the journey. You mm-hmm. know. They like hearing about cows and cum, and you're gonna give it to them, baby. I am cows and cum. Uh huh. Chew your cum. Follow it. Yeah, I'd like to listen to our old episodes where I would always push back on cum talk. I get sad. You know? I get sad when I listen to the old episodes, and we sound like a well-oiled machine. Oh, and we're happy and fun. There was a the time and- when we're doing like the like we do the oh, bits. We did yeah. a, listeners back in the day when we used to be in the same room. We did a lot of bits to each other that we would not reference, but they were always funny. And mm. one of them would be you'd go to pretend that you're putting your elbow on the table, but you miss the table yeah. and you wipe out. But it, you wouldn't acknowledge it. But then the other person once. would laugh because it happened one time for real. And then it yeah. became a, a trend. Um, that was always fun. And then also when so the other one would drink and you try to catch him in a talking, you try to ask him a question yeah. like, I miss it. I, I hear it. It feels I mean, I love what the show is now, even regardless of what I say a lot of the time. But uh, I feel like we had a we had a fun little heyday for a while. And I'm glad we did, because I think it got us to where we are now, which is a different fun heyday. Yeah. 
And in a year, we'll look back on these episodes and be like, wow, we were really doing some shit. You know, it's uh, one thing I've uh, realized as I've uh, gotten older is uh, nostalgia goggles, <laughs> which funny. I'm saying this like it's uh, Time out. something Stop. I've hold on. Be cool. Did you say nostalgic goggles? Yeah. OK, just checking if I heard you right. <laughs> you you kind of laughed through it. And uh-huh. I didn't know nostalgic octopus. I didn't know. Right. Didn't know what you're saying. Nostalgic Nos- Oscar. Nostalgia goals. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, man. It's really easy to look back at like so many periods, even when they were kind of like crummy in the moment and just be mm-hmm. like, ah, that was that was living right mm-hmm. then. You know, there's a, it's a thing I think about. a I, It's a thing I think about a lot and it's very corny, but Andy talks about it on the last episode of The Office. He mm. says I would the whole time I was working in the office, I was always so fixated on what was ha- my college days that I, you know, like. You forget that the good old days can be happening currently, you know, and I get I think about that stuff a lot. I think about how like there was those days where like in New York, like New York 2017, 2018, I'll never get those days back. I'll never have that. And during them, I don't think I was necessarily the happiest, you know, I wasn't like I didn't feel like I was thriving. But then when you look back on them, you're like, oh, those were some of the most wonderful times I ever had in the city, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think that's a bummer. But I also think that's part of growing. And I and that'll always be my like uh, peak too yeah because there's no way i'll ever be able to work that hard and in comedy especially not living in new york and just being older you know where it's just like you know like probably the brand and i took the memphis comedy festival is like you know i think about that a lot i always try to figure out when was i the best at what i was doing and sadly i i sincerely believe i was i was doing the best comedy when me and you and gideon did those couple shows last year, last early 2020. Yeah. I feel like I was, I was in a zone, but I feel like I worked really hard to get to that zone. I feel like it was happening naturally. Uh, when I was on tour with my friend, Matt, uh, the, in 2018, is that what it was? Mm -hmm. 2018, summer 2018, doing some shows where it was just like, everything was working. It, it's like, think of Mahomes in his middle of his MVP season compared to now. You know, oh, yeah, it's like to get a touchdown back then was easy. And and then now to get a touchdown, it's like I feel tired. I have to work to get these get these big laughs, you know, mm-hmm. which is exciting, too. It's fun. You know, it definitely, you know, once once we come out on the other side, it'll be interesting. Oh, I thought we were doing the. Oh, no. I thought we were doing Matlock again. Oh, I was doing Springsteen, Glory Days. Oh, yeah. Have you seen High Fidelity, the movie High Fidelity? John Cusack, based on a Nick Hornby book? Oh, yeah. It's really good. And there's a really good part in it that I I just rewatched this movie the other day, and I just had forgot about it. It's one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. But I kind of forgot about this scene where he's talking about, like, it's like a, it's like a Bruce Springsteen song, you know? And then it cuts to Springsteen sitting, like, on an amp jamming. And like just kind of talking out his feelings about what's going on in the situation. And it's just such a good piece of movie, such a good yeah. piece of filmmaking right there. Did uh, we talk about Springsteen's sister last week on the show? No. What happened to Springsteen's sister? Oh, we didn't. Is this a bit? Uh, uh, no, I saw a Ka- uh, Kazi tweet uh, about Springsteen's sister. And uh, I remember watching, I watched. I found I come to find out that she's a killer in Sleepaway Camp two and three, not yeah. one. Unhappy campers and teenage wasteland, yes. Yeah. 
so she's like a slasher. Oh, weird. A movie slasher. She kills people all she over a, the place. She a babe? I mean, yeah. Yeah. She looks like she was a babe definitely back then. But uh, it's just really interesting. I was going through the Wikipedia to find out if it was a girl from the original Sleepaway Camp. Come to find out, it's Bruce Springsteen's kid sister. I love shit like that. Yeah. I don't from the, the what do you call it? The nepotism version of it. But I do think it's interesting when you're like, oh, OK, yeah, that's fun. Uh, she looks a little bit like Linda Car- or Linda. Ha- what's her name? Hamilton. Hamilton from Ter- Terminator. Uh huh. She's definitely it got like a, L- a Linda Hamilton look to her. She do a Linda Hamilton musical where she just raps about killing the T-1000. Well, man. <laughs> I found a tweet the other day that I tweeted that I started the Hamilton craze because I tweeted, um, uh, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. And that's I credited that to Aaron Burr. And I tweeted that in 2012. Never been a Hamilton guy. More of a plucky duck, dude. Oh, yeah. Hampton. Oh, Hampton. Different name. Also, though, what a way to what a great thing, buddy. We haven't even talked about it yet. This is the trending topics part of the show. We have not even mentioned Animaniacs season two is out on Hulu right now. Oh, dope. And it is great. Hell yeah. I'm one episode in already. I Stacy and I like tear crying, laughing. Um, very, very good. I'm so excited. It's, it's good. Peep it out. And it feels it feels like you can tell they figured it out a little more. So it's like better than last season. It literally I'm one episode in, like I said, good. but it feels more concise yet also hearkening back to what it originally was more so than the first one. Um, yeah, that's about, that's about, I don't know. Is there any other trendy shit we from this fucking week? fucking trended the fuck out of these topics, dude. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Hawes, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy. Boom. It's time. <coughs> <coughs> what are you doing, man? Just all right. No, yeah, I just cough sometimes. I just cough sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, I uh okay. Batman Returns, dude. Yeah, it's been on the docket. We got around to it. What happened? Did, did we sign a fucking contract in blood or some shit that we had to talk about this? Yes. Okay, no. I, I was... no, it's mostly because I watched it last week. Yeah, and so then we pay that you got to pay the fiddler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's I not... already I already watched the goddamn Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, too. And Here's then we the never thing... did the pop. I, wa- I watched the whole thing. We wax poetic a little bit in the last segment about the podcast and the old episodes. I cannot wait in like a year to go back and listen to the John Candy month because I am was so busy with my work stuff. Yeah. I have no concept of what I ever talked about on there. And it'll be really fun to listen back. I like listening back because, you know, you've done this, I'm sure. When you listen back, you can hear your mental health at that point. Oh, I think it's cooler to listen forward. You ever do that? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm listening to uh, two weeks from now's episode right now. It's pretty good. Oh, when we talk about the Antiques Roadshow channel on Pluto TV. Podcast, uh, Pluto the Planet presents (laughs) fucking whatever. Um, Batman Returns, man. Good one. Yeah. It's a good movie. Not. Yeah. 
Not bad. I have no notes, and I watched it over a week ago. Sure. But, uh, you know, this is going to be a Pluto podcast pretty soon anyways. You know, <laughs> We're winding if we do, down. If we do 15 fucking minutes on a goddamn movie. That's it's, the title uh, of the um, podcast is about. Who cares? It's, people don't listen the for our insight. They listen. Let's get into the minutia then. I let's texted you last night, fucking what, like two in the morning. I was driving with Dan uh, or back midnight. from Omaha. I texted you. Here, I'll tell you, I'll read exactly what I sent you as a text. Here, listeners, is behind the scenes stuff you like. I said at 11.38 p.m. last night, can we do something other than Batman Returns? I'd love to watch something I've never seen or like new feeling because I just didn't want to watch Batman Returns because I've seen it so many times. Uh-huh. But I haven't seen it enough that I feel like I could talk about it without rewatching. And so you were like, uh, can't blah, blah, blah. You, you hold up your uh, obligations, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, and then I ended up watching in the middle of the night. You actually replied way later. Yeah. Cause I was driving for a couple hours. Can't yeah, that's right. That's phone. right. You replied at one fifty six, and I was, I here's, you want to know here. Okay. This is behind the scenes. I reply at one I'm watching Batman returns now. No worries. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Well, yeah. Batman's not really in danger the entire time. I was watching Adam Savage. Oh, from Mythbusters. I was watching him make a tiny piano, <laughs> but that's when you texted me. And Ooh. I was like, at that point, I was like, I'll just watch it in the morning because I knew I had to get up to do this taping with Brian McGinnis. And so I did. And you know what? I loved it. I had a great time rewatching it this morning. I forgot it was a Christmas movie, which already that's perfect timing for right yeah, now. You know, that's that's what I was going to open with last week. And I totally forgot. I was going to be yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Christmas movie time. We're doing said the snow is falling and friends are calling low Um, Yeah, it, it was really fun. Um, By the way, don't forget, we have a Christmas EP, guys. You yeah, we have a Christmas album out there on uh, what's that called? SoundCloud? <laughs> yeah. And on YouTube uh, with a song that gets a lot of views and I'm just waiting to get in trouble for it. Uh, Sherm Jacobs is uh, Hanukkah song because also yeah. Sherm Jacobs sounds offensive. You know? <laughs> Sounds like a racist character. Um, the uh, I, I I had a good time watching it. Um, yeah. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens right off the gate. Seeing a little peewee. Yeah. 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 It's it's so funny, too, because uh, just watching this movie and being wholly conscious of the fact that there was an outrage over it. You know, like I never knew that growing up. I, I was a kid that just saw the commercials and went to see the Batman and get the toys. And, uh, however, when penguin bites that guy's nose off, that stuck with me for a while. Yeah. There, it's- there are, but just watching, there's so many little things where it's like, yeah, I could see why an uptight parent would, uh, not like that. And it is kind of bold in yeah. these big, like tentpole movies, but, uh, it goes to show the amount of clout mm-hmm. that Tim Burton had, 1991 Tim Burton, just mm-hmm. Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, more, more, uh, well, you gotta think put, when you make one they, of the- they're coming off of Batman and Beetlejuice. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna let them do whatever the hell they want. And Batman's one of the biggest movies of all time. So it's like, you gotta do it. Um, I yeah. just tweeted while you were saying all that Batman Returns is probably the best movie I can think of that starts with a surprise little peewee. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, um, uh-huh. I, probably the first time I've watched it. I did this when we watched Batman as well, right. where I sat on the couch and the plan was to watch the entire movie, not like 
I'm putting it on at night because I like Batman and I want to fall asleep. Something soothing. Um, and it, it was really good. I, I really think I don't think well, I don't think society agrees with me, but I think uh, uh, Max Shrek, uh, Christopher uh, uh-huh. Watkins yeah. is the perfect if you're going to up it from the Joker. He's a great bad guy. He's a great actor to up that. Absolutely. He, it, it really plays well. Um, and then, of course, Danny DeVito. Did he get like any yeah, Oscar dude, nominations or anything? I don't. Danny DeVito's that this is like the best Danny DeVito's ever been in anything. Except and I love for, I love me some Danny DeVito. I think except for It's Always Sunny, where I think he's really, but he also has the benefit of we have a thousand hours of him in that. Yeah. But he, he will. He I will can't always he be didn't the definitive get, penguin. He did not get an Oscar nomination for this, and that's insane. But maybe back then they just weren't going to do shit like that. Oh, it got, yeah. It got nominated for like best makeup and uh, best effects. But yeah. fuck, he's gr- he's brilliant. Yeah. Also, uh, watching this and uh, the original and not having seen them for a while. One thing I really like about Tim Burton's Batman's is he does a really good job of making uh, Gotham mm-hmm. c- City like oh, like a main character almost in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, just a lot of Gotham city stuff going on and just, and also on top of that, the way it looks. Yeah. But you know, you get a decent feel and it's really funny because downtown Gotham, they have a square in each movie and it's pretty much a huge set piece throughout Mm -hmm. that you go to over and over. So it's just kind of funny. Well, in, have you ever played the Lego Batman three? I think it is passingly. I'm sure it's really good. And in it, it Gotham is like you. It's an it's like a Grand Theft Auto. He's type it's open world, but it has a lot of stuff based off of this. These Tim Burton's ones. So that square is there. The all the big uh, uh, like the it's not Shrek's in there. It's like uh, yeah, not uh, whatever. But all these like sewage factories and stuff like that are in it and stuff. Um, it's really, really, well, they the pipe really it in great. from a swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't talk about Batman Returns anymore in a post Shrek world because <laughs> everybody's and, like, and, and not work in a, at least one ogre reference. You well, know? it's funny because I've tweeted so many times, Who's your favorite Shrek? Mine's probably Shrek from Shrek, but honestly, <laughs> this guy, this Shrek's pretty good. Uh, the my grandpa's cancer doctor. <laughs> He was Dr. Shrek. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. How old were you uh, when that was happening? Uh, 23. Oh, boy. Because the movie's out by then, right? Yeah. And the worst thing is he wore green fatigue. You go whatever. there and he's like, uh, we don't think your grandfather's going to make it. And you're like, I, I should have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my grandfather didn't make it. So. Oh, rest in peace. Neither did mine. That's grandfather's for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep come on, guys. Keep ticking. Um, uh, the it, it, I think it's I I yeah I really uh, we've talked about this a lot. I don't love what's his name, the director Tim Burton. He's not my favorite, but uh, I love Burton, this universe. Though. Tim Burton uh, is one of those guys that just didn't have to try anymore after a while. Yeah, you know. Uh, you can see like the like early Tim Burton man. It's just a visual style, and especially since it's all practical effects too. Like once he got into CG, uh, sure he pro- made a lot of money, but I didn't. I didn't really well, like any anything he, af- after his like pr- 
prime, you know, and pretty much that's anything with Michael Keaton or Pee Wee. He also did something that I don't love where um, when you watch Pee Wee, when you watch Beetlejuice, when you watch uh, Batman's, even Edward Scissorhand, there's a lot of joy in it. Yeah. And it seems a lot of fun in it. And I feel like by the time you get to shit like uh, whatever, uh, Sweeney Todd, that is gone, you know? Yep. Um, Mars attacks is joy. Edward is joy. But then at some point, like the Charlie and Chocolate Factories aren't fun. Corpse Bride isn't fun in the same way. At least I don't think so. Um, Alice in Wonderland's not. Dark Shadows isn't. Yeah. I got his IMDb open. Uh Uh-huh. I can tell. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Big Fish isn't fun. I like Big Fish, but it's not fun. And I cannot lie. I like Big Fish. I cannot lie. These other fuckers cannot (laughs) fry. Yeah. it's very good. And I like when a how shrimp the- walks in with an itty bitty waist and a tail think- thing in your face, you get cocktail sauce. You tell me a shrimp fried this track. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> um, I feel like it uh, for being the first real superhero, well, I guess Superman had sequels, but like yeah. for being a major sequel to a, they really did it well. They're like, okay, we're going to have two bad guys. Mm-hmm. Kind, I mean, Catwoman's sort of a bad guy in this, but she's kind of not a bad guy, which in real in the comics, a lot of times she's not really a bad guy either. Um, but that's yeah. phenomenal. Well, one good way to make her a uh, anti-hero is just a bunch of unclear ambitions in the movie. What do you mean? Oh, she's kind of just like uh, can't make up her mind about like what like it's not really clear what she's trying to do in the movie. Well, you know, she wants to kill Shrek. Yeah, that's the one thing that I feel like she's not a she's not looked at as a villain. Yeah, because right when we like within the first she gets half killed hour, by Max Shrek, you watch her get thrown out a fucking window for day. Yeah, um, that didn't happen to Anne Hathaway in the other one. So it's like, OK, well, you know, um, but I, but again, looking for an Oscar, really weird origin. It's a cool scene. Oh, I love it. Uh, it doesn't make sense why. Cats yeah. would just run up and bite her, and then she's alive again and has like cat-like powers. Like, but I like that, you know. Yeah, me too. Back then, you're making movies for dumb dumbs. You just really quick give her a one minute, like, yeah, that's why she's. I'll tell you this. Able to do this. I'll tell you this. There's a thing I talked about seeing the Eternals. There's a thing that happens at the end of the Eternals that is the same kind of a thing, where something happens that there's no precedent for in the movie, and you're like, and and part of your brain's like, what? How does that make sense? But then you have to like step back and be like, I just watched them fight a monster from space, basically. And so yeah. it's like some things you just got to let happen. And and I feel like if I wouldn't have watched Eternals and had that thought yesterday, I might have felt different about what the fuck are these cats? This also make her a cat woman. But you're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, OK, no, this is I'm just believing this happens in this universe, you know? Yeah. And I like how it makes her a little different. I like her apartment. I love the corny shit. Like oh, when she yeah. pops the glass and then it turns from saying hello there to hell here. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, like, I think it would be like if, if we, if I had a studio or like my own writing office, I think it'd be sick to have lights up on the wall to say hell here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's really great. Yeah. I mean, gorgeous. everybody's just great. Uh, and everything looks cool. And Danny Elfman's score is cool. It's just those Batman movies, man. I haven't watched them in a while, but they're just like good watches, man. It holds up really well as a sequel. Also with things like Arliss from the first movie, he's in mm-hmm. it for like a second. He's asking questions. Yeah. He's got a mustache now. 
when when Selena first goes to visit with uh, Bruce, we get a Vicky Vale update, and that's she nice. mentions Vicky, and he like you're used to these her. movies where like they just fall off. Like yeah, it's like it never Jane happened. Foster fell off the face of the planet for yeah. one Thor movie. Yeah, and I and I like that, and I like how she kind of was like Vicky. What was she? A snow bunny? And he's mm-hmm. like, actually, she was a photojournalist. She was a realized character that a human being I knew. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Um, and it's it's got like good like it's funny. It's the whole weird thing where like Catwoman is like trying to kind of seduce Penguin and he's like going nuts over her. Uh-huh. And then she's like puts the bird in her mouth and then he threatens to kill her cat and then they kind of have a stalemate. And then later when he say he like he's like, let's go, baby. And she's like, I would never touch you. And Michelle he's like, Pfeiffer yeah. absolutely loves being Catwoman. Yes, 100 like, percent. She's just like owns it, too. Mm-hmm. And just uh, the physicality uh, throughout is just so fucking badass in yeah. so many different scenes, especially when she's just laying on that bed. Yeah. You know, just like big, big as Catwoman, she definitely has cat vibes, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's and she's wonderful. She um, I watched an interview. I watched a, one of those things that are on. um. You've probably seen them on YouTube. They get suggested to you. It's like uh, GQ has these two actors talk to each other. Or like the Hollywood Reporter has these two actors talk to each other. And she and George Clooney did one like a year ago or so, like right before the pandemic. I yeah. think maybe during the pandemic. I think it is on Zoom. So it is during the pandemic. And uh, they're talking about that. And he's talking about how he was on Roseanne when she got cast in that. And George Clooney was dating Michelle Pfeiffer's older sister who and so they were dating and he remembers going over there and her being like michelle pfeiffer's older sister is it uh mckay pfeiffer oh i thought it was dj pfeiffer or stephanie pfeiffer uh her name is actually dd pfeiffer and she has been in a lot of stuff if like she's not like she's not like a household name but she's an actress get to the thing so they were dating and he was there when she was like oh my god i just got cast in in Batman, the next Batman movie and how they were like the, nothing bigger could have ever happened at that point in, yeah. in for an actress. And she had already, I think, won an Oscar maybe at that point. And she is like is the Catwoman. Yes. You know, people can talk about anybody else they want, but no, nobody has had a more definitive on screen Catwoman. Yeah. Than, uh Michelle Pfeiffer. And that's just obvious because that is still the go to costume. costume. Yeah, that people wear when they go out is like the little stitched mm-hmm. together. Uh, and her like making woman, that and everything is really mask. cool and like sewing it all together and stuff. There's a part where I was kind of like, so she goes into her bedroom and she's like throwing all of her shit around to get stuff around. And all I wanted to do is be like, hold on, you're making a mess. Just be cool for a second and you'll have a nice little workspace. Is that she fucking destroys that desk? And then she's yeah. got to go make it in the kitchen. And you're like, Jesus, lady, also, I know you were recently dead, but relax. Love the classic, uh, extremely attractive, uh, but unattractive lady in a movie. You know, the uh, well, the she's all thatness of it. Oh, like, like how she's supposed to be just uh, like a nut. She just got she just got messy hair and glasses. Yeah. Baggy There's clothes. A, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when Shrek and Batman are yelling at each other, or Bruce Rain are like arguing uh-huh. about the the uh, the power plant deal. 
And he's like, if my, uh, you can see behind them that she, Selena shows up with the security guard, but Shrek doesn't see it. And he's like, if my uh, assistant was here, I'd have her throw you out. And then she just goes, oh, I'm right here. And the look on Christopher Walken's face is like, like what that. the fuck? And he's like, oh, uh, he's like, how'd you get that axe, that mark on your head or whatever, that, that band-aid? And he's like, oh, uh, didn't you get that on your skiing trip that you came back from early? That's not a good Christopher Walken. It wasn't. And then she just blew it away with like, no, actually, I don't remember. And like the little manipulation of the time right there, I really like it. It's really it's done really well. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't think this movie has Batman. The first one we talked about this, whatever, a month ago. It has that weird scene where they're dancing to Prince. That's kind of weird. It's good, but it's also kind of weird. And it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. This movie doesn't have that. I feel like this Uh movie, everything else this movie doesn't have. Batman. <laughs> you don't think it has Batman enough? Nah. Oh, I think it does. I think it's good. He's driving I mean, that does. car at it, the end. It does. Also, I, I'm not a big fan of them cracking the computering on the Batmobile. Oh, know? yeah. I love it when he puts I, I the CD in. I just don't think they could have. I love it when he... So in that scene, so... Oh, yeah. And, and he, he puts the CD and he's... Wicka, wicka. And the fact that the CD top has the Bat logo on it, that's mm-hmm. really fun. Now, back to how badass uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was uh, yes, sir. in the production of Batman Returns. Uh, did you happen to see that uh, clip? 100% that they, did. Behind uh, the scenes video? There is a behind the scenes video of Michelle Pfeiffer doing the whip scene mm-hmm. at the, the uh, department the store? store. Yeah. And she whips off three consecutive mannequin heads in yeah. like the first take. And it's just like, you know, it's awesome. You can tell how she the did fuck it. you go. How the fuck do you learn how to whip? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. She's it's you know, she's so good at it with the school of Devo or something. I uh, I was looking up. Uh, so the other movies that came out this summer, I don't know what happened. Was it now? This is a silly thing. But the weapon three was uh, um, poetic justice. Poetic justice came out a week before it, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, I just know because we went to a drive through a lot. When Patriot Games. Out. The only other big movie that's that to this day is a big movie. That pa- oh, came Patriot out, Games. You mean Super Bowls? <laughs> Patriot Games came out. Uh, House Sitter came out uh, this the week before it. But there's really not that many big movies that came out that month. Yeah, because it was back in the day. And but it's still the summer. Temp, pole movies were still pole movies to where, uh, you know, now there's a big blockbuster every or quote yeah. unquote one that uh, studios expect to perform well, like every month back then you would just have that movie dominate and just be in the theater for the entire summer. You know what I mean? I don't know why, but for some reason I don't necessarily remember this movie coming out. Like I don't, I remember the rollout of Batman, right. And how like exciting it was and stuff, but I don't have that with Batman returns, but (laughs) later that summer, honey, I blew up the kid came out. And I mm-hmm. feel like I remember every single aspect of that movie coming out. Right. Like I remember the Taco Bell uh, take just, homes and all that. I, my favorite thing about that movie is it came out in a lot more of a uh, analog period in our history. Mm-hmm. So there were definitely movie marquees that uh, were vandalized at some point that would just say, honey, I blew the kid. Oh, that's fun. That's good. You know, I'd still say Honey, I Blew Up the Kids is the first movie that has a surprise little peewee the first couple of minutes. 
Um, let's see what else we got. I love the two. I think it's smart the way they go from the Joker's the bad guy to then they uh-huh. have two bad guys working together to an extent, but they're also I, not working together. And I like the henchman upgrade here. There yeah. is like a uh, there's penguins henchmen mm-hmm. are a lot more colorful and memorable than the Joker's henchmen. Joker's henchmen are basically big guys with a beard and beret. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All well, over the penguins place. Henchmen are like. He's been developing an army in the sub yeah, in the su- in the sewer. Circus freaks. Is yeah, the they're not just like he- they're not just like bad guys. You got the you know the guy with the b- music box and a mm-hmm. monkey. Oh, you know well, whatever happened to those guys? I only have ever seen him in a cartoon. You know, how fucking badass it would be to see a guy with a fucking music box and a monkey. You yeah. know, the uh, we now, never you, get that. Did you hear about the just, Texas football coach? Him and his girlfriend have a monkey. Really? Time out. Listeners, time out. Reem, did you not hear about the Texas football coach and the monkey story this week? Uh-uh. Okay, we're taking a real quick sidebar in the middle of the Batman Returns talk to talk about this. So, there's a coach, not not like an assistant. Steve Sarkeesian? There's a, yeah, but not him. There is a coach on the Texas staff yeah. who was on the Alabama staff with Sarkeesian. He left his family for a, a stripper, which is not, no judgment on her being a stripper. But her name is Pole Assassin, and she was on the Jerry Springer show a few years ago, like five years ago, for being the best stripper in the United States. She, like, won awards and stuff. Her act involves a monkey. So she has a monkey that she strips with. This guy left his wife and kids for her, and now they live in Texas together. Okay. Maybe he's still, his kids are still around. It's, I'm not saying he's a horrible, but, what you know, he left his wife for Pole Assassin. Yeah. Halloween last weekend. Horns up. They had a haunted house at their house in Austin and all the neighbor kids came and in the backyard, they had an area that said, stay away. This is where the monkey cage is. And a kid stuck his arm in the monkey cage. Oh, and no. the monkey almost ripped the kid's arm off and it became is like it, a, is it a monkey or an ape. It's a chimp. It yeah, looks like the, I don't a monkey, know. dude. You got to. It, it looks like the monkey from uh, maybe it's a monkey. It looks like the monkey from uh, uh like friends and outbreak. Okay, yeah, it looks yeah like that's that a monkey. That's, that's a spider monkey. But I uh, only has uh, two legs. Though. So this story started going around because, like, the neighborhood found out about it, and then she posted a bunch of videos where she was like walking through their house, and she's like, "There was signs up. They should not have been back there. These kids weren't supposed to be over here." And yeah. then she took all those down because any lawyer would be like, "Don't fucking show everything." Um, but so then that story came out and went big, right? So for this football game, Iowa State, there were a thousand signs in the stadium that was like, free the monkey, pole assassin for president, shit like that. And then during the game, the when they went to commercial break, the Fox News or Fox Sports played Brass Monkey. And they also played a ah. song by the monkeys at one point. They played like uh, oh, Sleepy Dreamer or whatever. How fun. It was so funny. Okay. I love monkey business. I love it. I couldn't. It was so such a silly thing to happen. That was like the big sports thing for the week until Aaron Rodgers went ahead and opened his fucking mouth. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, the other thing about this show that's fun. Did you ever watch the Flash series that was on DC Universe for a while? Uh-uh. It's really good. And it takes place in the same universe. It's in the tim burton universe so that so this even though it's the star city it looks similar to gotham and it has the same kind of vibe 
and Danny Elfman did the theme song and the music. And it's really, really good, too. Um, and I like how they've worked that Flash series into the current Flash series, much like how uh, uh, this Batman is going to now be in the new DCEU movies. Yeah. So I think it's well, they funny how to, they're playing with it. They need it. to find a way to get Michelle Pfeiffer back. I, You know what? If they would, that would be the way. badass to- in Ant-Man and the Wasp. 100 percent 100 above no uh paycheck for would not surprise me if she if this is already happening um did you watch the tv series gotham at all uh like the first two seasons it was a pretty goofy show i think it's supposed to be people say it's good and at some point there is a young because it's young bruce bruce wayne and young selena kyle yeah and at some point the the act there's like an actress who's like a kid like she's like 12 or whatever she looks exactly like michelle pfeiffer so it kind of sets up that maybe that is you know this is the story of these guys when they're older um and i think that's really kind of neat and cool except for the fact that it they would have known each other when they were young and that's not part of this universe but Mm -hmm. um just goes to show she was the true uh catwoman oh it's a just need we just need more Donald Logue in anything and everything, you know. Oh my god, did you watch what we do in the shadows? The yeah, finale, yeah, where he starts talking about uh grounded for life. <laughs> and he, I sent a photo to my friend, my friend shout out Nicola and he loves grounded for life, he's obsessed with that series. Yeah. And so, I, when he shows the paintings that he did of the cast, it's so <laughs> he's like, These fuckers kept moving around, so I ended up taking a photo of them and painted from the photo. It's so good. Donald Logue forever, dude. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude, I'm a Logue boy. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Isn't Donald Logue in a Batman? Oh, yeah, he's in Gotham. That's what I'm that's yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Okay, that makes sense. He plays um, that grizzled detective. I forget yeah. his name, but he's in all. Yeah, that detects in a lot of stuff. Um, goddamn. Um, but Batman, let me go. Let me go to the trivia real quick. And then we'll because we're, we're going to go short. You know, you, you guys get it. You yeah. guys like this movie, too. Um, I love how it ends. Like DeVito. All that kind of stuff. That's what we could say. You know, this episode is going to be a little DeVito. A little DeVito. Mm-hmm. Um, Short. That's what I was getting at, you guys. Uh, it looks like Burgess Meredith, who played the Penguin on the 60s series, was supposed to be in it, but he was sick, so he couldn't mm-hmm. film. Um, I like the scene uh, after the Penguin's main plan to kidnap uh all of the firstborn of gotham he's really going biblical on gotham uh he's just going to kidnap all the kids and uh one of the fat clowns goes to the penguin he's like really we're just going to start taking kids now or killing kids really and then he gets shot for his troubles of speaking up i always love you always got to have a henchman get killed that elevates the badness of yeah. your bad guy the uh thing about uh uh first off great cameo when Jane hooks shows up too to be like kind of like his pr girl and then th- that's when he bites that guy's nose yeah and then she says there's no basement in the alamo <laughs> exactly uh uh yep he uh there's a scene early on that blew my doors off if i was a little kid and i would have seen this it would have made me jizz and yeah. it was if I would have noticed this as a kid and it was when that one one of his henchmen that has the like uh, blowtorch blowtorch mm-hmm. is that toy store. There's a Raphael toy that I had. It's a it's a raf. It's almost like the you know, the wrestling people that they had. Yeah, it's that. But it's Raphael. 
and I had the exact one that's in the scene and he blowtorches this toy store and that gets, you know, hits. But I'm like, just the idea of the turtles and Batman crossing over like that. Oh, fucking loved it. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And then can you, well, help me- you have seen that Batman yes, Ninja yes, Turtle but I'm saying film. Okay, when I was, it's when I was one of those 10, things you got, you got to make sure of, you know, when I was eight or whatever, when this came out, if I would have noticed that I would have jizzed. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I want to ask you though. Okay. So help me cause I'm dumb. Help me understand the plan. So it's pretty what, much, uh, the penguin kidnaps Max Shrek and, uh, th- this is his big time, big coming out party and blackmails him because he lives in the sewer and he knows I get all that. the stupid shit that, uh, corporate Shrek is doing. And then, uh, Shrek Cor- figures corporate out Shrek is a different ogre movie. Yeah. <laughs> Punk Shrek, corporate Shrek. And uh, Shrek. the mayor and Bruce Wayne are not going to let Shrek make more money. Yeah. And he's mad about that. So uh, he's going to get a new mayor and have the penguin run for mayor. And then eventually Batman exposes the mayor for being or the penguin for being bad. And then, I get that. Uh, I get that. Yeah. But here's what I'm asking you. Right. Okay, so he knows the whole time he's a Cobblepot. And we know the whole time that he's a Cobblepot because we see the beginning with Pee Wee. So then when he comes out of the sewer and he goes to the city and pretends to be looking for his family, he's really getting the names of all the firstborns. Is that what he's doing at that point? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so then when Bruce, when Batman starts doing the research on him and finds that there was a circus that a guy that a that a, a fish boy a flipper boy disappeared from so when he was in the sewer did he come out of the sewer at some point join a circus as a little kid and then burn the circus down and take everybody to the sewer with him and then that's where his sewer army of circus people came from <laughs> i don't know i must have missed that little part but, i think that because that's i kind of think that's being set I just up love that question and how earnest it was asked was that <laughs> His sewer army of circus freaks. The circus freaks are his people. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like the blonde lady who like doesn't like he's already she seems they seem to have a relationship going like, yeah. buddy, you're a the monster dog? and you got a babe with a dog stick. Yeah. The, put a ring on it, man. I like how the dog catches his fucking Frisbee. Yeah, that's, that's fun. And, and that's how, how that becomes. Like... Yeah, that becomes a scene thing later. That becomes a huge. It, it, you know, they say. If you throw a battering at three people and then the dog catches it before it hits the third person in the first act, you got to use that b- battering like in the that. third act. I don't like that computerized battering anyways. It's a know? little corny. It's a little weird. Like instead of like my Batman doesn't pull out a battering, enter a bunch of coordinates and throw it and hit five people. That's what five batterings are for. Yeah. Um, my Batman costs a late night fee. Your Batman's got the HIV. My Batman's on the double feature screen. Your Batman went straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of really good straight to DVD Batman. That's true. I agree. Um, does this now this movie, is it in the I know it's the same Alfred and the same Commissioner Gordon, but have you watched Batman forever in a long time? Oh, I haven't seen that in forever. Because I'm wondering, is that supposed to take? I I think there's a couple people. Yeah, that the Schumacher and the Burton are in the same universe. I know they're the same universe, but I'm wondering, does it have the same 
uh, sinew between the two movies that like this and the first Batman had? Or is so. it more of just like, okay, these are continuing admissions? means, Patrick. What? You don't know the word sinew? Mm-mm. You're making a sin by not knowing that. Um, oh, is, uh, is it like back in the day where you're, you would sign up for Columbia House and then they send you a bunch of movies? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to explain what sinew is, but I want you to Google it and then try to understand how that works with what I was saying. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm just curious because I want to watch those movies now because I consider Batman Forever fun. I, th- I liked Batman Forever when I was a kid. I saw it in the theater and I really liked it. I got the goddamn soundtrack right the fuck here you know yeah um but Plus, i'm wondering peak jim carrey and tommy lee jones that's fun to say peak tommy lee jones yeah uh, you know tommy lee jones was al gore's roommate in college uh-huh that's weird and well, jim carrey you know, has said that tommy lee jones fucking hated him do you know uh, a lot of motley crew groupies had a tommy lee jones <laughs> that's true yeah that's right um but yeah, I'm wondering because I and I know that Batman and Robin is like insane, but it's the same Chris O'Donnell, obviously, between the two. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested in to see he how had that a farm, all out. didn't he? Chris O'Donnell had a farm. L <laughs> O B A T I O. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Matthew Damon bought a zoo. L O B A T O. Hey, this is a singing podcast. With oh, off the rails. I got a question now. Also, um. Okay, so the new movie coming out, uh, The Flash, that's mm-hmm. going to have Michael Keaton in it. Now, this mm-hmm. whole movie is taking place in different universes and everything. What are the odds, do you both think, we will get a Chris O'Donnell Robin, a George Clooney Batman, or a Val Kilmer Batman? Zero. You don't think that'll happen at all? Not not until they're starting to have to get... Uh... Uh, and not until we're doing it again. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, I think that would discredit it to get any of the cornier, edged, oh. you know, ones. I mean, you can get corny universe after you've already established. You can do some of this. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're already taking a risk by trying to do bring in Keaton and make it work. You know, right. if you bring in like the 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 fun stuff, you can't just have like you know what about this digital adam west show up what about this just a quick cameo of chris o'donnell walking in and kind of saying something to keaton and then disappear he's only in one like hat scene but it just sets up the fact that like look we just saw robin with Mm -hmm. batman but it's a batman he was never with right and then ll cool j comes out and it's like ncis NCIS gotham the jag spinoff yeah isn't that uh, fun that it's a, there's a JAG extended universe? Brother, it's all I fucking think about. Uh, you want to have uh-huh. the... Oh, shit. Never mind. I was about to have I, the world I just don't like, on you. I, uh, I just don't like calling uh, JAG spinoffs. It's a lot of words. I just call them JAG-offs. You know, <laughs> now, NCIS is a JAG-off. Did... Uh, okay, so you know JAG, but... You know I my was, favorite thing about that movie... That what? TV show? Which one, Jag? Yeah. Which All one, the seamen. Yeah. That's you about know? a Navy. Yeah, they're Navy men. Um, now, I wish this joke would have worked, but it wasn't because I was thinking Jag was produced by David E. Kelly, but it's not. David E. Kelly produced like Ally McBeal and Chicago Hope and other things. He's also married to Michelle Pfeiffer. So that would have been fun if I could have used that Whoa. sinew to connect all those things, right? Yeah, go out on that fucker. 
I do think we're probably pretty good. Let me see if there's any other. How many really causes? Come on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to give you one more big piece of trivia. Okay. Batman doesn't wear boots in the movie. They're Air Jordan sixes connected to an upper, which would give the boot like feeling. The Air Jordan six is connected to the upper. Upper. The upper is connected to the short shorts. <laughs> I, I was also kind of disappointed where they showed Batman's closet and he just has like one type of suit yeah. for all occasions, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was for a commercial. I remember that. Yeah. In a commercial. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, I don't know. I like a little bit more Tony, Ho- uh, Tony, Hawk, uh, Tony, Hawk? Tony Stark, Tony Stark. Got you it. Know? OK, yeah, it's always cool to see. Like, there should be more Batman like options, you know, Anyways. well, buddy, guess what? There's a lot of them. Clooney, Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Batman Pattinson. option is my favorite offense to run in college football. Yeah. That's where, uh, what do you do? You kill the cornerback's parents or something? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm going to give this. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Three and a half Kazis. Okay. And then in like two months, I'm going to look back on my letterbox and be like, that's not three. That's three Kazis. Yeah, that's what I always do. I'm a three Kazi uh, Batman Returns. Yeah. Because like it's, yeah. it's a good watch, but like it's one of those movies where you appreciate like how everything looks and mm-hmm. the performances and uh, the inventiveness of, you know, so many of the side characters and just, you know, there's a lot of like uh, cool stuff on screen, but like the story is kind of just like, eh. Yeah, you know, but you know that just goes to show you can get by with a lot of stuff with if you got creative, you know, original shit yeah. on screen and yeah. good performances. Everybody's fucking great. I mean, all also, the main characters: it- Devito, fucking Keaton, Pfeiffer, and Shrek. They're all crushing it. So. One thing that it does that I feel like it for love him or hate him for it. I think Zack Snyder does this too, is this does feel like an, a lived-in universe. Whereas I feel like Marvel spent so much time to make it feel like our world yeah. that it all kind of feels like a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's like an uncanny valley. To it, like think in Infinity War when um, uh, they show up and they have that fight at the beginning of it. And they're and like uh, Tony Stark and Wong and them are all fighting, you know, with uh, Thanos' buddies. Yeah. Uh, there's like an uncanny valley part to that because you're like, well, you're just fighting in the middle of New York City. Wouldn't pandemonium be happening, right? But in this movie, when like they started all the chaos and stuff like that, you're like, okay, but yeah, but in this world, they're kind of programmed to be deal with something like this. A couple of years ago, you know, uh, there was makeup poisoning everybody and stuff like that. People died on TV. So it's like, it feels a little more lived in in a, in a way that I, I like more so than the Marvel Universe does it. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, three and a half Kazis, I'd say. Um, pretty good. I, I would like to watch Batman Forever, but I don't want to watch it for the podcast yet. Sometime okay. later on. No problem. Um, where can... You got any other shows coming up? Now, you just went to Omaha. Got anything fun coming up? Out of the moment. No? Cool. No. Take it easy. Uh-uh. Write some yeah, new jokes. Dude. Got any new uh-huh. jokes? Not out of the moment. I wrote a joke in my dream last night. Can I run this mm. by you? You're... 
Reem, I, I don't tell you enough. I think you're one of the greatest joke tellers that's ever lived. And I mean that. And now maybe it's because we're close and I like you and I can see how your brain works. So then it makes it right. even more special to me. But I do think you're one of the best joke writers. I wrote this joke in a dream last night. And when I woke up in the morning, I was like, I got to write that down. This was the joke. <laughs> you ready? Yes. If your like, favorite bar has a, one of those like vinyl banners in it that's like advertising drink specials, that's fine, okay? But if your favorite bar doesn't have one of those and then they add one of those, that bar sucks now. You got to find a new bar. Yeah. I don't understand why I thought in my dream, in my dream, I went up to a comedian at a show and I was like, does this make sense? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I told it on stage and I got a big laugh. And then I woke up and I was like, I got to remember that vinyl signs joke. <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, where can they find you? Reemcore, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Uh, yeah, that's about that's right. it, man. You know, get that's on it. the things. That's where I'm at. Patrick. That's right. Pat, you can follow me at PatrickHazyPDRSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJSKJ